Hello, hello. It's Caitlin of Sass and Cellulite. Welcome back to another episode of Dose of Sass. Today's episode is a massive undertaking. <laughs> Honestly, it, it might end up being multiple parts because I've already tried recording it like four times and there was just so much nuance to this conversation, so many layers <laughs> to what I want to talk about today. Try to keep it cohesive and organized. But I'm just telling you right now, there's going to be a lot of, here's the thing, and wait, hold on, let me back up, and let me lay the foundation. <laughs> that's a lot of the conversation that's going to be happening today, is me making caveats and jumping around. What I'm talking about today, <laughs> buckle up, because we are talking about body positivity on the internet and the increase of weight loss content in 2024. Whew! I'm going to be real upfront and honest with you because this is a topic that I have a lot of feelings about, as I'm sure you do as well. Let's get into it. First and foremost, a caveat for this entire episode. You're allowed to do whatever the heck you want with your body. I'm not shaming anybody's individual personal decisions to pursue or not pursue weight loss. What you do with your body is your business. What I am going to talk about is how it's perceived online how you might be feeling about it, you, my audience, how I might be feeling about it, and how to process everything that you're consuming in these first few weeks of 2024. So let's get into it. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun one, she says sarcastically. Okay. An important thing I need to talk about is body positivity and what it means and what it doesn't mean. I'm gonna use the term body positivity to generally describe the self-love corner of the internet. Let me make a quick distinction between body positivity, the internet trend, and body positivity, the movement. Body positivity, the capital body positivity movement, is a social justice movement that promotes equality for people of all colors, genders, sizes, health statuses. Body positivity seeks to promote bodies larger, that are disabled, that are queer, that are black, basically anything that's not thin, white, straight. Body positivity seeks to have equal rights, equal access for anybody that does not fall in the thin, white, straight category. Okay. Body positivity on the internet has a very different definition. If you look up body positivity, the hashtag, or even just type it into TikTok, what you're probably going to find is a lot of thin, white women showing a posed and an unposed version of themselves and talking about their personal insecurities. If you look up like body positive icons, just Google that. What you're going to get is probably Danae Mercer, who has 2 million followers, who is thin and white and has built her platform on showing a skinny posed magazine cover worthy body next to a body with cellulite, a body with wrinkles, a body with some other noticeable, but ultimately hideable insecurity. That's the difference is that the acceptable, the socially acceptable form of body positivity is still highlighting the goal of being thin and white. It's okay, ladies. That layer of fat over your uterus is just protecting your organs. But if you have more than that, then you might be unhealthy. It's okay, ladies. Everybody has cellulite. But if you have cellulite on a fat body, then you've got another thing coming. That 
is what body positivity on the internet has become. So when I talk about body positivity further in today's episode, that is what I'm discussing. That corner of the internet that is dominated by primarily white thin women who have built their platforms on the idea that it's okay to have insecurities as long as you're still skinny. So now let's get to what's happening January 2024. We are a few weeks into the year and there has been a giant increase in people in the plus size community, body positive community, body positivity asterisks, the internet community, self-love corner of the internet that are coming out and saying, that's it. 2024 is going to be my year of health. 2024, I'm actually unashamedly pursuing intentional weight loss. And this has been met with a plethora of reactions <laughs> because my immediate reaction is another one bites the dust. <laughs> Dang it. I thought we'd made strides towards anti-diet culture. I thought we made strides towards accepting our bodies as it is. I thought we made strides towards recognizing that weight and health are not mutually exclusive. And yet here we are again, taking three steps back. So let's get into these reactions. What's really, really frustrating that I'm seeing is this misunderstanding that you can't be accepting body positive. You can't love your body and pursue health at the same time. That is a common misunderstanding that's happening right now because it's rooted in the idea that health and weight are still linked. And that is simply not true. If health and weight were so as linked as you think they are, and everybody in a fat body was unhealthy, then everybody in a skinny body would be healthy. And that's not true. Health problems are not exclusive to body size. Being fat is not a cause of health issues. You can have health issues in a, in a fat body. You can have health issues in a skinny body. Losing weight does not mean that your health is going to improve because they're not mutually exclusive. And pursuing health might mean that your weight doesn't change because again, they're not mutually exclusive. So what's really frustrating and confusing and disappointing in the majority of content that I'm seeing this year is that people are going, that's it. This year I'm going to pursue health, which means I'm starting a weight loss journey. It's disappointing to see that there's still so much work to be done in disconnecting health and weight in disconnecting anti-diet from anti-health. And there's still so much work to be done in disconnecting body image from body size. Here's what I know to be true. Anti-diet does not equal anti-health. Weight does not equal health. And changing your body does not heal bad body image because body image is about your brain. So let me try to unpack this in a little bit of an organized manner. <laughs> because there are the language that's being used in majority of these creators' posts that are coming out and saying, I'm pursuing health, I'm pursuing weight loss, is they're they're talking about how they're super uncomfortable in their skin. They're talking about how they've had an increase in unhealthy habits lately. They're talking about how they've been eating out a lot and not prioritizing movement and they feel really gross and they feel really uncomfortable in their skin. And all of that is super, super valid, especially coming off of the holidays. January is a depressy time. <laughs> it is a really low time for a lot of people's body image because it's dark, it's gloomy, you don't wanna move your body, it's cold. 
You might feel bloated and heavier because of the things you ate or didn't eat at the holidays. So the desire to run the opposite direction because you don't want to feel this way anymore is totally valid. What's also valid, and here's, here's why I said at the beginning that I'm not shaming anybody's individual decisions and pursuing weight loss, because here's the thing. We live in a fat phobic society. We live in a, in a society that was not built for fat people. So whether you exist in a fat body or a mid-sized body or a small body, the desire to be thinner is valid because you've probably seen firsthand that people in smaller bodies are treated differently than people in larger bodies. So if you exist in a body that is not societally accepted, it's understandable for you to want to pursue one that is. You might be tired of doctors doubting you. You might be tired of not fitting on an airplane. You might be tired of the judgment from people around you. And so you're fed up and you want to do something about it. And so I'm not going to blame you for that. What I aim to do in this episode is to challenge your thoughts about that. So back to the people who are sharing things like, I'm really uncomfortable. I've been eating out a lot and I haven't been working out. All that's got to change. There's still this misunderstanding that weight loss means improved health. If you're describing the fact that you haven't been moving your body and you've been eating a lot of fast food and all of that, those are habits. And in order to improve your health, it's based on habits. So if you go, actually, yeah, I'm going to start trying to eat more at home. I'm going to try to cut out a little bit more fast food. I'm going to try to move your body, move my body more. Great. That's probably, that's actually going to improve your health more than just pursuing weight loss because most of the time, and this is a question I get asked on the internet all the time is whenever I say, whenever I post about my walking pad or doing cozy cardio or anything like that, that says I'm a plus size gal who's not pursuing weight loss. People always ask why. And here's my short and sweet answer is because majority of the time people's efforts to pursue weight loss are not healthy. Weight loss is possible usually by intense exercise and intense diet, and they're not sustainable. You can lose weight, but keeping the weight off and keeping it off for an extended period of time is not possible without messing up your relationship with food and exercise and body. And that's not worth it to me. <laughs> I don't want to be skinnier at the, at the expense of my relationship with food and body and exercise. I have come so far. I would rather keep that then be skinny because skinny doesn't equal healthy. But if you don't believe that deep down, then I can't, con then <laughs> I can't convince you. <laughs> so I don't promote or encourage anyone to pursue intentional weight loss because usually the means to do so are not actually health promoting behaviors. If you want to improve your health, focus on the habits. Baby steps are still steps. Cut out the fast food, move your body more consistently. Find a way to more, add more vegetables into your day. Add more fiber. And if you lose weight in the process, okay, cool. If you don't, okay, cool. But your health is still improved, regardless of the change in body. Because not everybody's on the same page here, <laughs> there's a lot of people coming out and saying, I'm pursuing a health journey, aka a weight loss journey, when I know... And I hope that you know by now that those two things are not the same. I need to make another caveat here. When you exist in a plus size body, you primarily get to live in two camps. You either are a part of the self-love movement or you're not, or you're on a weight loss journey. Those are the two areas you get to be in. 
So you basically have to pick your battle. But what often happens is that people in a larger body get put into the body positive category by their own audience, not by self-proclamation. So then as soon as they do something contrary to that, they start to pursue weight loss or they have some sort of surgery or they start taking weight loss drugs, that can feel really like a major betrayal to their audience, even though they may not have done that on purpose. They may not have tried to garner a body positive audience in the first place. It just happened. But there are people who did choose the body positivity camp and go, this is the route I'm going to go. And now that they're coming out and saying, actually, I don't want to go that route anymore. They're getting mad when their audience is having a negative reaction to that. And that doesn't make sense to me. They've chosen to build an audience, to build a brand, and to profit off of this market segment. And then they're coming out and saying, I don't want to be in this segment anymore. And then getting mad when their audience goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought we were on the same page. And the defensiveness is what's really interesting to me. The defensiveness is where I start to take issue is because you can't be surprised if I, for the last four years, have put out a post every day that says, it's okay to exist in my body. And then tomorrow, I decide actually it's not and I want to be skinny. I should not be surprised that my audience goes, whoa, 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 what? Where did I miss the message? Don't be surprised if they have an aversion to you sharing progress pictures. There's a creator who decided to start a health and wellness journey and said that they're going to be taking progress pictures. And a lot of people in their comments said, hey, you can do what you want, but maybe since you've, you know, kind of created this audience that is trying to love their bodies no matter what, maybe reconsider sharing those progress pictures with your audience. Maybe think about the fact that that's going to be triggering to your audience. And their response to that was, if you're triggered by my progress pictures, if you're triggered by my health and wellness journey, then it's time to unfollow. (laughs) Wow. The defensiveness is wild to me. Stop being surprised when your audience has an aversion to that. Ugh, that one makes me mad. Another common misconception is that people who have aligned themselves in the self-love community think that body positivity is anti-health and anti-self-improvement. And that is completely not true. What I find really fascinating in the comment sections of these videos is that the people who are the face of internet body positivity, the thin white women, are coming out and going, yay, I'm so glad that you're doing this. This is the most body positive thing you could be doing. And that is really telling. Because they're all for you loving your body as long as you're trying to look like theirs. They're all for you being confident in your skin as long as you know ultimately the smaller body is better and that's what you should be pursuing. So it's not surprising to me that people in smaller bodies are the ones cheering them on. But let me be super crystal clear. That body positivity, loving your body, is not anti-health. There's another comment that I want to discuss that I saw in these posts that was like, the anti-diet to anti-health pipeline and overcompensating with unhealthy decisions is so real. Whew! Let's unpack that. (laughs) Anti-diet is not anti-health, first of all. There's this misconception that intuitive eating and being anti-diet 
means anti-restriction and therefore anti-health, that I must eat only carbs and ice cream or else I'm restricting myself, that I can't choose a salad or else that's diet culture. And that's not true. There's so much more layered to healing your relationship with food than just going restriction to no restrictions. That's part of it, yes. But that's a process of its own. There, there's not just the option of being on a diet or binging. There's like, there, there is an in-between. So if you feel like, gosh, I want to make some health improvements. I jumped off the diet train, but I'm now I'm feeling unhealthy. I'm feeling like I've gone way too far in the opposite direction. Then the, the solution isn't to go back on a diet. The solution is healing your relationship with food, and that includes looking into intuitive eating. The other thing that's happening is obviously the equation of body image to body size. I'm uncomfortable in my skin. I'm not confident anymore. I'm feeling like an alien. Therefore, I'm going to get to a place where I feel like I will be confident and I will feel comfortable in my skin. And it's not how it works. I'm sorry to say, but I can tell you from experience that losing weight, changing your body does not fix bad body image. And the language in these posts is harmful when, when you're saying that that's your reason for doing it. Because what you're saying to your audience is if you're uncomfortable in your skin, then do something about it. And that's just not how body image works. The thing is, if your primary reason for losing weight is to fix your body image, what's going to happen when you get to that smaller body? I'll tell you, because I've done it. It's not going to be enough. If you get to the smaller body and you haven't done any work on your own inner inner worth and your confidence, then being in a smaller body isn't going to guarantee that for you. If you're still reliant on external opinion, external validation for your own self-worth, then changing the size of your body isn't going to fix that. And what's especially frustrating for me is I'm seeing this rhetoric come from people who already exist in a smaller body than mine. They go, I am so uncomfortable. I'm the biggest I've ever been. And I'm like, yeah, and you're still three sizes smaller than me. (laughs) Remember in middle school when your friends would be like, I feel so fat when there are two sizes smaller than you. And you're like, well, how's that supposed to make me feel? What if you're fat, what am I? That's how this feels in 2024. When somebody in the self-love community who's exists in a smaller body than mine says, I don't actually, I'm not actually comfortable and I want to be smaller. Your fat phobia is showing. You're revealing how you truly feel about people in larger bodies. Because if you're not uncomfortable in yours, and I'm not saying that you can't have body image issues. I'm not saying that you can't have bad days. I'm not saying that you can't have insecurities. But the way to fix them is not to become smaller. Because regardless of whether you mean to or not, that is the message you're putting out into the world. I will not be confident until I'm in a smaller body and neither should you. So that, those are my feelings. <laughs> those are the thoughts and feelings surrounding people that are coming out and saying that they're pursuing a weight loss journey without the assistance of weight loss medications. Now let's talk for a hot second about those that are doing this with the assistance of weight loss injections or drugs. I'm not going to debate scientifically all of the things about these weight loss drugs like Ozempic and Manjaro because there are people that have done it more extensively than me. So I'm going to link those resources in the show notes. But let me just, let me just say a few things here. First of all, again, you can do what you want. I have obviously mixed feelings when people who are not diabetic start taking a, 
a drug that's typically prescribed for diabetes and causing a shortage of it for the people who actually need it. Because the people who are not taking it for their diabetes are doing it under the guise of health. But what they really mean is thinness. And one thing to note about these drugs, weight loss is a side effect from these drugs. It is not the mechanism of the drug. These drugs are prescribed for people with diabetes to address their diabetes. And weight loss happens to be a side effect from that. So if you are taking a drug that has a side effect of weight loss, such as any other side effect, nausea, dizziness, etc., when you go off of that drug, you will stop experiencing said side effect. So unless you're prepared to take this drug for the rest of your life, don't be surprised when you go off of this drug and gain your weight back and stop experiencing weight loss because it's a side effect. And if that happens and you gain weight after you stop taking this drug, that is actually more detrimental to your health. Losing a lot of weight and gaining a lot of weight, weight cycling is more unhealthy, more dangerous to your health than just being fat, than just staying fat in the first place. The other thing that's happening is that these drugs are severely suppressing people's appetites. And a lot of people are sharing, and this is where I think it's really dangerous to be publicly struggling with an eating disorder on the internet, is people who are publicly struggling with an eating disorder on the internet are sharing that taking these weight loss drugs have, has helped decrease their food noise. And what they mean by that is like the constant thoughts about what I should and shouldn't be eating and constant monitoring of those decisions. And that I understand food noise is extremely exhausting. They think that because they're decreasing their food noise, that that's helping healing their relationship with food. What you're actually doing instead is just incredibly suppressing your appetite and at risk of malnutrition. Eating less is not a health promoting behavior. And here's the other thing. Here's what I think would happen if I was on one of these weight loss drugs. I would know that there is something working in the background, keeping me skinny or trying to make me skinny. Therefore, who the heck cares what I eat? And for some, that might sound freeing. Yay, I finally don't have to worry about monitoring every single food decision I make because I'm no longer worried about weight gain. But that means you're not actually pursuing health. You're not actually pursuing nutrition. So if you're telling me there's a secret, there's a little, like, um, I've heard people say this before, like they wish they had a little worm in their stomach that would eat all their food so that they could eat what they want, but they'd still stay skinny. <sighs> if that's what you think is happening when taking these drugs, then you're going to abandon nutrition altogether. And when you are actually hungry, you're just going to eat whatever the heck you want, carbs, ice cream, etc. You're probably not going to feel that great. And you're not making any health changes because why would you need to? when you're already achieving the desired result, which is weight loss, not health. People have convinced themselves, people that don't have diabetes, that there are other health side effects associated with taking these drugs other than weight loss that is their motivation for taking them. And I truly, I am open to discussing this. I truly don't believe that that's true. I truly think that people's like 95% of people's reason for taking these drugs is weight loss, except for that they don't want to say that to their online community. So they're disguising it under the idea of pursuing health. Here's actually the other health issues I've been having. And so that's why I'm doing this. 
I'm, but I'm also hoping it makes me skinny in the process. But I don't want to tell you that because I've created an online community of plus size gals that look like me. And if I want to be skinny, I'm going to lose my entire audience. So I'm just going to pretend it's for hell. My past attempts at diet and weight loss haven't worked. So I guess I'll, I'll jump into the self-love community. Oh, wait, now you're telling me there's a magic drug that came out that actually can make me lose weight? Ooh, I really want to try that. But uh-oh, I've grown an online audience that doesn't like that. How can I do it secretly? <laughs> and people are just not being secreted about it anymore. <laughs> so that's the state of the union. That's what's going on in the plus size community, in the public eye. We are taking a giant step back from self-love because now we found a magic solution. And I will not be surprised if in four to 10 years from now, when everybody who's taking Ozempic gains all their weight back, that we jump right back into, it's actually okay to be fat and body positivity is fine and great and wonderful and that's where I want to live. But I won't forget this. <sighs> boy, oh boy. I just said a lot of things <laughs> and I probably missed some. I wrote down a lot of notes, but I feel like I definitely missed some things and there's obviously more nuance to this conversation. And again, you're allowed to make individual decisions about your body. But if you're on, if you're consuming all of this content and you're confused and you're surprised and you're disappointed and you're disheartened and you don't know how to move forward, let me leave you with some final thoughts. What can you do? And I'm going to summarize this from ja my friend Jamie's post. One, it's okay to unfollow and mute. If they've started a journey that is going to be harmful to your current relationship with food and body, to your current healing journey, it's okay to unfollow and mute. You're, you control your social media. You control, you control what you consume. Secondly, honor your feelings. It's okay to be disappointed. And as much as it can feel like a slap in the face, their decision really doesn't have anything to do with you. They've clearly got their own stuff going on. So feel the feeling and then let it go. Check in with yourself. Number three, check in with yourself. Has this brought up feelings of, ooh, maybe I should try it? Has this put pressure on you to change your resolutions for 2024? Check in with yourself. Remember that health-promoting behaviors do not need to result in weight loss. Healthy habits are healthy habits. Focus on the baby steps, focus on the habits, not on the body size. I, I really like Jamie's point in this post. Number four, remind yourself that diet culture is still so prevalent everywhere and that celebrities and influencers and creators and people around you are just people and they're subject to diet culture. And unfortunately, it is a really big influence. And so, like I said, I'm not surprised if people end up choosing this path because diet culture is a big monster to fight. Lastly, we can move on. Protect your peace. It's going to be okay. I know it's been a tumultuous couple of weeks on the internet and you might, it might feel inescapable at the moment. Take a break, take a breather, unfollow some people, do a clean out, come scream about it with me in the DMs. Share this episode with a friend. I hope you, I hope this felt cathartic in some way. I hope it addressed some feelings that you couldn't quite put a name to. If you like this episode, please leave a review, rate it. That way the podcast algorithms can push me to more people that need to hear this podcast. And let me leave you with one final reminder that life is so much more important than being your smallest self. Love you lots. Talk to you soon. Adios.